Welcome back to this week's episode of Grief with Grace. I am excited to be doing something this week that I haven't done on the podcast before, and that is I am having a former guest back on for a new episode for a very special reason that we will talk about in the episode. So Karen Castellan was a guest on the podcast back in the early days. And I actually had to look back through the archives of the show to see when she was originally on. And it is crazy, but her first episode aired on September 22nd of 2020, and it was episode number 17. So if you want to go back and listen to that, I encourage you to do that. But what's so fascinating is that she and I recorded today's episode on September 23rd of 2022. I didn't even realize that when we scheduled this interview, Um, but to have the episodes be almost exactly two years apart to the day um, just is another sign of how spirit works. And it's a sign to me of how this is all meant to be and that there is something or someone much bigger than us in charge of all of it. So with that, I am excited to bring you and honored to bring you my dear friend, Karen Castellan, for her second time on the Grief with Grace podcast. Welcome to Grief with Grace, the podcast for women healing from loss, trauma, and grief, or who know there's more to life, but aren't sure what it is or where to find it. Whatever brought you here, you are not alone. I'm your hostess, Lori Latimer, soul navigator, mystic, intuitive, bereaved mom, and grief and trauma guide. Recreating my own life after a divorce in 2008 and going on to create and live a life I'd only dreamed of after that, I found myself on a new healing journey after my 29-year-old son unexpectedly left this life in January of 2019. So I invite you to grab a journal, a cup of tea, light a candle and get cozy, and allow yourself to be seen, held, soothed, and inspired on your journey to wholeness. Blending the practical with the spiritual, each week my guests and I will inspire you to connect with who you are at soul level so you can find moments of joy in the everyday. Because even on the darkest days, there is joy if you know how and where to look for it. Karen, welcome back for your second visit to the Grief with Grace podcast. I am so honored and excited to have you back again. Well, I am honored that you asked me back and um, this I can't wait to see where this goes today. Yeah, it'll be fun. Um, I mean, it's a it's an interesting topic and one that I don't think people would really connect with grief, but mm-hmm. it's such an important topic. So let's just first let's um I know there are going to be people who did not listen to your first episode because that was a couple of years ago. So you know, just tell us briefly about you and about your beautiful son and how you and I connected. Yeah. Um, first, can you believe it's been a couple of years? Wow. Um, okay. So six and a half years ago, my oldest son, Josh, um, very suddenly and unexpectedly transitioned off this earthly plane due to fentanyl poisoning. Um, And it was, as you can imagine, a a completely what we used to call a new normal. Now that means something different in this post-pandemic era. Um, But it was completely unexpected. And um, 
out of character. So there are a lot of questions that came up besides the traumatic grief that we were all um, dealing with. Um, and I learned a lot of things through that experience. Um, and, and Lori knows this, I consider Josh my business partner. So I still have a relationship with my son, although I don't physically see him, he's very much a part of our lives. And, and I talk to him every day and this picture is right here. So I can ask him business questions. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and, um, a few couple years ago, two and a half years ago or so, I came across Lori telling her story and thought, we have the same story. This is crazy. And I reached out to her and we connected and we absolutely believe that our sons brought us together. Um, and we are traveling similar but different paths um, as everybody's path through grief and through life is different and unique to them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's really amazing the people you meet on this journey and how, how the connections are formed. And I do believe without a doubt that Greg and Josh connected yeah. in spirit and they brought us together. And I'm so grateful for that. And of course, I also wish that we had connected for any other reason in the world, but yet here we are. And like you say, our, our paths are similar yet different because we are on the same path. And yet we, what we're doing generally is the same, but in different ways. And that's what I love about connecting with people like you and having people like you on the podcast to inspire other women that your journey doesn't have to look the same as someone else's, but there is hope and you can live a fulfilling life after such a great tragedy and loss. If yeah. you choose to, if you choose to. Yeah. And, and um, that's something else that we have talked about over the years is it, it is a choice. Yeah. Um, everybody's path um, through grief is different. There's not a timeline. I can't tell you, you're going to feel better in six months. No. Um, what I can tell you is that from, from the very first day, I knew that Josh wanted to work with me to help others going through a similar situation to, um, help others choose a path forward that would, um, honor the life of their child. Yeah. And, and Lori and I are both doing that in, in different, but similar ways. Absolutely. And that kind of leads nicely into what we wanted to talk about today, which is about the idea of perfectionism and how so many women in society who haven't even had a loss of any kind um, or this kind of loss, how women, I think women more than men, tend to feel like we have to live up to this ideal that, you know, the media, social media, um, so many things have led us to believe. And so we wanted to talk today about how that affects our grief and our healing journey. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting. Perfectionism is, um, I refer to myself as a recovering type A personality perfectionist. Yeah. Um, and that was something that was 
beginning to change when Josh transitioned. Um, but it was still very, I had this standard that I thought I was supposed to meet mm-hmm. to it. And it was just modeled for me, like it is for all of us right. in society today, whether it's our parents, our teachers, our society in general, um, churches, um, social media, advertising for sure, that that presents this perfect image um, of, you know, super mom mm-hmm. is a good example can have it all, do it all, be the best mom and still um, a successful corporate um, woman who makes a lot of money. <laughs> what was that? That Anjali commercial yes, where I talked about the that right up in the yeah. Yeah. I talked about that in a in an early episode and we were yeah. that bill of goods. Yeah. And it's not. I don't believe that it is attainable or sustainable. And it has, I believe, created so much of the mental health problems that women are experiencing. And then feeling like we have to present this perfect image before social media, it was just in life in general. Now with social media, I think it has just exacerbated the whole issue. It did. And and you'll see images primarily but some video as well on on the social media platforms that that show what's supposed to be this perfect life of a woman who is skinny and has i don't know pick your three kids um because you know to me that's perfect um and um supports them financially is still there for all of their ball games and all of their dance recitals and everything that goes along with that. And I'm not, I'm not saying that it's not attainable to be a great mom and still have a career. That's not, please hear me. What I'm saying is that image, that perfect image that we see is not reality, right? The people in those images don't look like that all the time. No, they have bad days. uh, and and what's key for me, what I have been learning and continue to learn through this process of outliving a child, is that um, that who set that ideal standard that we think we're trying to achieve? Mm-hmm. Um, and and did they have any bearing on who we are really at our core? Mm-hmm. Um, I have been changing as we all do, um, transforming from the inside out to the place where I, my first question when I'm going to take on something new or try a different thing is, is this aligned with who I am inside? I I had no idea who I was. Right. Um, And traumatic grief, lots of, lots of tragedies, by the way, and some good things to change who you are. Mm -hmm. And so even if you did know exactly who you you were, now that this thing has happened, do you stop and ask yourself, okay, who am I now? Right. Um, and and I personally have seen um, through my life and the lives of other women, other strong women that I know, um, you, you you feel much more happy. And if happy is a stretch for you in your in your um, the place where you are in your grief right now, then think of it as content, mm-hmm. um, much more content, much happier when you're true to who you are. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. And that, that perfect image that's out there doesn't know who we are. Right. We're the only ones who can, who can provide that. Yeah. And I think that I know that for me, when Greg transitioned, things that I used to worry about and care about just fell away. It just didn't matter anymore. And starting this podcast is a perfect example. If I was trying to present this perfect image and worry about what people thought about me, I would never have done this. Exactly. And it's not that I don't care, but I'm not worried about things I used to worry about that would keep me from doing the things that I'm doing because it's about more than me. It's not about me. It's not, you know, I don't have to be perfect to do this. This podcast is far from perfect. And I'm okay with that because I know that the message that I want to share and that I want my guests to share comes through. And so if there's a glitch with the technology, if I, I mean, I know I don't post these on YouTube, maybe one day I will, but um, you know, if I don't look perfectly put together, I'm okay with that. Because it's not about that. It's about the message and sharing the message and giving hope and inspiration to other women, regardless of whatever trauma or loss they've experienced. I think it's important what you said about um, um, things that were were not important anymore, just started to fall away. Um, That is something that um, I really hesitate to use the word benefit, but it was a gift from Josh to say, okay, you actually know what's important and what you're spending your time on may not be. Yeah. Your time and your precious energy, your life force. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And this is um the the this particular physical lifetime is so short and we don't know when it's going to end um for us or for anyone around us. Um and so to me it's something that I owe to myself and also to Josh to live this life as best I can while I'm here. And part of that is this message of um, truly getting to understand who you are, feel what you feel, none of it's good or bad, mm-hmm. um, and not worry so much about what other people will think or what society says is the, the perfect life. Exactly. Um, as we're recording this, Greg's birthday was a week ago and his father and his brother did not come to the dinner that I hosted. Mm. And I was okay with that. They did what they needed to do for them. And I honor that. And I think that that's so important to do what is best for you and not worry about what someone else thinks. And then also on the flip side, like in my situation for his birthday, not judge someone else where they are on their path and what they can and cannot do. And that kind of goes to the people pleasing thing, right? My other son in the past, I know would have shown up in order to please me. And I think mm-hmm. it's a of growth for both of us that he felt comfortable enough not to go because he knew that that was not right for him. Maybe next year it will be either way. I'm okay with that. And so I think that it's important to look at our expectations for ourselves and for others from a lens of compassion 
and honoring where we are and where someone else is, because we're not going to be, you know, my ex-husband and I both lost our son. We are in different places on our healing journey and honoring that is so, to me, it's so crucial for our continued healing. Mm -hmm. It also, um, it also is a way to show love. Yeah. Um, so while you were talking about compassion and that's so important and non-judgment and that's so important, um, to respect where someone else is on their journey is, is love. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how have you seen perfectionism affect or even stall either your own healing journey or someone else's healing journey? For me personally, it was more about letting go of perfectionism. Um, I see an absolute parallel of um, my grieving process, my healing process, and letting go of perfectionism. Um, And and I think it it mainly started with that understanding that um, that stuff isn't important for me. This is what's important for me. For others, there there is a pressure involved, um, and I'll speak for what I know, for mothers of, of children who have transitioned, left this earthly plane, um, to get over it, to move on with their lives. Um, and you can't see my air quotes there, um, but those, those words are just awful. They're awful. The spirit behind them is unacceptable to me. Um, and, um, there are, um, parents because there's some fathers involved too, who, who feel like, okay, it's been six months. I need to get back to my normal, my whatever normal is life. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Whatever that is. Um, and that does so much. First of all, if you are in the midst of um, a wave of grief and you tamp that down, you are absolutely extending how long you will need to be in that um, mm-hmm. state of mind. You have to feel it all. Um, there will be, trust me on this, times when you aren't ready to feel it all and that's okay. Feel what you can and then come back to it later. Mm-hmm. Um, but but not feeling it and tamping that down and pretending everything is okay and saying I'm fine when somebody asks you how you are and you're not fine. Um, it just extends how long you have to stay in that place. Mm-hmm. So there's this idea that that to be perfect, and again, I'm making this up because there's no set timeline on grief, but there's this idea that at six months after um, you have experienced traumatic grief, you should, should, there's my air quotes that you can't see again, um, begin to move on with your life. And, and some people actually begin to go through that healing process faster than that. Mm-hmm. And many people take a lot longer than that. And we're all unique. There is not a set time for how long you need to just, and I'm going to say this one, and I usually mean this differently, Lori, but just breathe. That's all you can do. Just put one step in front of the other. 
do not feel pressure from other people to change that if that's where you are. Mm-hmm. What, I, what I strongly um, suggest, recommend um, to anybody going through their own grieving process, regardless of who it is that they are grieving or what people have lost jobs and all kinds of things in the last few years. Um, and, and really look at where you are, how you're feeling and do what's right for you. Don't, um, don't look at some societal norm and decide, okay, if I'm not following that norm, then there's something wrong with me. That's just not true. Grief is a normal process and we all have our own timeline. Absolutely. And what came to mind as you were um, talking about that is that from my experience, one of the biggest reasons that everyone's timeline, if you want to call it that, is different is because everyone has had different life experiences up to the point of their loss. And so to judge or put expectations on someone else when you don't know what they've experienced up to that point. Mm-hmm. is is just unfair. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that it's projecting your expectations or beliefs onto someone else, again, without knowing the full scope of their previous life experiences. And I believe our past life experiences that we bring in with us. And so there's so much more to it than than this one loss that you might be looking at or this one traumatic event. And I yes. think that what it comes down to, and this I think is a great segue into um, what we want to share with people, is that it's about honoring yourself and mm-hmm. being true to yourself and what you need and what you require based on everything you know about yourself, which requires getting really, um, really brutally honest with yourself and being unapologetic in expressing what you need. Yeah. Um... And this, this has become, as I was going through this journey myself, and of course, we're all still on this journey, so I'm not saying I've arrived or anything um, that would be perfection, which I don't believe is obtainable. Um, um, as, I've, as I've begun to go through this, I looked around and realized that there were all kinds of women, primarily, as Lori said early on, um, suffering with perfectionism. I see perfectionism as a curse. Many of these women that I'm talking about have never gone through a traumatic loss in this lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they may be, um, they may have been raised to be a people pleaser. Um, they may have um, been realize that they don't fit into this particular mold and they realize that life will be different for them if they don't try to fit themselves into that mold, into that, those shoes that are too small. Mm -hmm. And so that, that results in dealing with what I call the curse of perfectionism. And I am passionate about helping other women release the, the bonds of that curse of perfectionism And um, so we are hosting a five-day online summit uh, called Be True to You, Free Yourself from the Bonds of Perfectionism. And Lori is one of the speakers. 
And I am super excited about this. It's an opportunity over five days to hear from 25 experts um, in various um, walks of life, practices. Um, We have a feminine consciousness expert. We have um, artists. We have writers. uh, We have nurses, um, a nutritionist. Um, and, and all of these people have come together to share their thoughts, their experiences, their advice, and their practices or tools for how to be true to you. And if you are true to you, you won't be a perfectionist. You'll become the real you and you'll let go of that, um, you know, social media image of perfection and really study yourself, get to know yourself, hopefully accept, respect, have compassion for, and love yourself more every day because that is how you can be free of the curse of perfectionism. Yeah. I love that. And I'm so honored to be one of your speakers. Um, It is a very varied group of women um, Mm -hmm. with some amazing talents, amazing insights. Um, And as you were talking, I remembered something that I wanted to share because I think it's a a really good example of having let go of perfectionism before Greg transitioned. Um, Mm -hmm. I I went through my divorce, my last divorce in 2008, and I started traveling And I was so self-conscious thinking that people would think there was something wrong with me if I was by myself. Mm -hmm. And in 2014, it was um, October of 2014, I went to France by myself for the very first time. And Mm -hmm. I loved it. And if I was still hung up on looking like I had this perfect life, I would never have done that because I would have been too self-conscious. Oh, people are going to be as if anybody in Paris, France cares about some woman by herself, right? right? But those are the kinds of things that we tell ourselves that keep us from living the fullest expression of life that there is. And I learned so much about myself on that trip. And Mm -hmm. it helped me grow as a human being and as a soul. And so I think when we can release the bonds that you're talking Mm -hmm. about and shed some of the perfectionism that we've lived with and carried with us all our lives, it opens up this whole new world that is just waiting for us. And so tell us, tell everyone when the summit is and how they can, um, how they can find it. And I will put a link in the show notes and all that good stuff. Okay. Um, And I do want to share just a real quick story because you just reminded me. Um, And it was a a story from yesterday. I um, went to a trivia night. We have kind of a tradition um, where one of my sons and his wife uh, meet my husband and I for trivia night at a local place. And we were there and I um, went to turn in our paper. um, And from the table where the lady was that was taking the papers, um, I hear, Hey, Karen. And it was, um, an old neighbor. And, um, so we chit chatted and we were asking each other about our kids and that's up. Her kids are grown too. And she has three boys. So we had a lot in common 
And she said, well, what, what, what about Josh? And I said, oh, Josh um, died six and a half years ago. And she's like, oh my gosh, how did I not know this? And, and I remember at that moment thinking, you know, if I worried about what other people thought, I might not have shared that, or I might have, my voice might've gotten quieter. Um, it, this is something that, um, it, it, the worst experience of my entire life. And I've been given some amazing gifts through it. And so taking the opportunity to just share with her in a very factual way. And, um, I didn't say, oh, it's okay. Cause it, it's not. Um, but I was able to, to share with her what I'm doing now with Josh as my business partner. And so that's a great story that I thought I would share. I love that. Um, that. Yeah. That's, yeah. So that's it, things keep happening. You know, there's always that opportunity. So, um, okay. So the summit is five days. It runs October 10th to the 14th. Each day, there are five speakers. Um, you'll get an email with the link to go watch all the five speakers at your convenience at a time that works for you. So I'm telling everybody, make sure you schedule some time that week because these are amazing speakers. You don't want to miss them. Each session will be available for 48 hours. So if you have a busy day, then set some additional time aside the next day and you can watch them. Um, it is completely free. Um, almost all of the speakers are also offering a free gift. If you are, if you feel connected to the speakers, um, feel free to take, you know, take advantage of the amazing gifts that they're offering. Um, if you are on vacation out of the country or something that week, you can, you can still register and get an all access pass. It's only $37 and that will allow you to watch those videos forever. Um, you'll have lifetime access and just when you are able, you can watch those. Um, and if you do get that, you'll get a little workbook so you can keep all your notes in one place. But the, the summit again runs for those five days. Each video will be available for 48 hours. Um, so you do not have to pay a cent to participate in this. Um, you can register at be true to you summit.com and Lori will put the link so you guys can get there. Um, and I think that that's it. I, I hope everybody participates because there's a lot. It, 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 it was very healing for me to do these sessions um, to there, things came up while I was having these conversations with these amazing speakers that really brought to mind, okay, how did I get to be a perfectionist? And the answer to that question is different for all of us, right. but to hear shared experiences from these speakers um, is very comforting. Very yeah. comforting. Yeah. And each, each um, video, each interview is about, 20 to 30 minutes. They long. run, they run from 20 to 60 minutes. Oh, long. Okay. Um, and, and so I've spaced out the longer ones. So you won't have like five long ones on one day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there, there's some, um, that were very specific, um, how to use nutrition to let go of perfectionism. That one's a little bit shorter, 
Um, but some of the, the most organic conversations about how did we get here as a, as a society of women yeah. um, are they're amazing. And the insights from some of these folks are just um, so inspirational. And so um, I, I, I let those conversations go as long as they needed to go. Absolutely. And that's yeah. the beauty of it is yeah. it is all organic. And it's when it comes from the heart, it lasts how long it's supposed to last. That's right. We figure if if there a topic came up, then somebody listening needs to hear it. So we're going to talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for sharing that and for hosting the summit. Um, I'm excited to watch the other speakers and get to know more about them and learn more about how to, because I think we all carry that perfectionism with us. Um, yes. And so to learn some other tools and other ways it might show up that yeah. I might not even be aware of. Yeah, it was it was very enlightening and very helpful to get ideas from other people who may have come to the perfectionist world a different route, but things that they use to release themselves from it will also help me. And I know they'll help all of the listeners as well. Absolutely. All right. So yes, I will put a link in the show notes and I hope you will all join us. Um, Keep your eyes out on social media too, because Karen and I will both be posting about it over the, um, you know, lead up to that week and then throughout that week. And Karen, again, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for coming back on the show, for coming the first time, for coming back again and just bringing your beauty, your wisdom, and, and of course your beautiful son with you. Thank you, Lori. It is truly an honor and I enjoy every time we get to talk to each other. So thank you. All right. Well, thank you all for listening and joining us. And until next week, I am sending you all so much love, light, beauty, and grace. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Grief with Grace. Please be sure to like our Grief with Grace podcast Facebook page and find me on Instagram at at Lori underscore Latimer. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to podcasts so that you receive a reminder when new episodes are uploaded. And please leave a rating and review so I can continue to bring you new content and new interviews each week. If you find this podcast valuable, and I really hope you do, please be sure to share it with a woman who could use some inspiration in her life and on her journey. Until next time, I invite you to find a moment of joy today and every day.